Hello, Audrey. Hi, Michelle. I should have learned a new word for today. Say welcome. <laughs> uh, I'll say shalom. There you go. That's a good word. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I promise. So we're going to start in and you're tuning in to this podcast today. Welcome. It's day 28. We are closing out Processed for Purpose. I know we've been on it for a month, but we should be seasoned in the word and strong whenever tests and trials come. Wouldn't you say, Audrey? Yes, indeed. It's been a very encouraging month, but also for this week. I think um, God just wanted us to be encouraged to know that being processed is part of our journey and that he's with us. He's truly with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to get started. Mm -hmm. And we're going we're gonna to do um, our key verse, which is, I'm sorry, we're going to read our key verse, which is, which is in Job uh, 15 and 15. So we're looking at Brother Job. And the King mm -hmm. James Version says, Though he slay me, yet will I in him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. What version do you have, Audrey? I have the Living Bible. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to read the New Living Translation, which reads God might kill me, strong word, but I have no other hope. I'm going to argue my case with him. And the living, let me read that. And let me read that as well. It said, God may kill me for saying this. In fact, I expect him to. I'm going to argue my case with him. Oh. We have to remember the dispensation also that Job was in at the time, as against now that, you know, this time that we're in. Go ahead. Yes. Um, Job was very much tested. He had went through some serious processing. God mm -hmm. allowed the enemy to afflict his flesh, take his children, mm -hmm. take his wife. Take everything from him. Block everything. Only thing he... I don't know. His wife? Yeah, he had his wife. That he was not... A, and she, she was, was she very was, comforting. She was, not, she was, you know, discouraging in his time of, of you know... Need. <laughs> yeah. She was not a good help or not, not a good comfort, but as... You know what? We, let me interject right here. I'm going to be defensive of um, his wife. Mm -hmm. And I'm going out on a limb. You know, it's hard to watch the ones that you love go through so much. 
And she may have thought to herself, you know what? Maybe it's best he goes home and be with the Lord or just, I mean, just die, you know, instead of sitting here, going through all that you're going through, you know? So she may have had a moment of weakness and only could see what she saw right then and there. And that's why we're not to make decisions based on where we're at, Mm -hmm. especially when it's painful. So that's a lesson for all of us. So go ahead, Michelle. I just had to. <laughs> but um, it's true. She's flesh. And she had her moments of weakness. And sometimes you look for that encouragement, but you can't always get it from someone else because they're like you. They're feeling a little discouraged. As we have been doing for the past, uh, I think two months or so, we've been sharing with you. We just we said, you know, we're going to share with you, and that's contained in the devotionals from which we've been speaking and doing that at the end of each week. So this week we're going to share with you uh, the content um, in the purpose devotional. And this content is actually my personal testimony audience. So let's read a bit. We'll read about it, but I will, of course, paraphrase and fill in the gaps. And stop by saying, I can remember for a season, spoke to me. He would start by verse in James 1, verses 2 to 3. So... James 1, verse 2 to 3 is the first verse we wrote, we um, read at the beginning of the week, which says, and I'll read it back so you can re- be reminded of it. It's in the Passion Translation. My fellow believers, you are facing nothing but difficulties. See, valuable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. And sentence of the the entry i'm telling you that for a season god spoke this word to me and i was i would receive that word and i'm saying to myself um i didn't understand it at the time but as we said during the week journal everything that the lord gives you right yeah and i found in my journal when god was to me just saw that very frequently, I would get this verse from where he said, all joy will fall into different temptations versus the trying of your faith that works patience. That's the version that he spoke to. And at the time, at those times, I'm like, okay, I don't know why God is speaking this to me, but I'm just going to write it down. And I did. Next sentence. I couldn't stand it at the time because trials to speak about. Now, as I look back, I can see that he was trying to prepare me for the upcoming storms. The storms came and they came in with a gi- with gigantic waves of sickness and loss. After an, an initial prognosis, I would receive one diagnosis after the other. Uh, 
finish and read this out and then I can give you details. Now battling three, now battling three diseases. Never imagine such fiery trial or that this is what being processed for purpose would look like, feel like for me. Nevertheless, I remain faithful through this, knowing that this is a part of what God called me to do in the earth. Through this process, I am able to give my readers this devotional, daily podcast, and items to encourage your hearts during your processing. Okay, so to fill in the details, when it talks, talk here about the fiery trials in this devotional and that they came in the gigantic waves. Let's just say that for years, um, gone to the doctors with, you know, issues and stuff like that. And um, I just went through certain things and I, I just couldn't understand why, but the doctors, you know, oh, it may be this, it may be that. They just termed it they just put it under an umbrella of autoimmune, right? But in, I believe it was, right, Audrey? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, 2017, the end of 2017, it was December 2017, mm-hmm. I started a new job. I had been working at home for the whole of 2017. 2017, I started, um, in December, I started a new job and I had been working this job from December and then come around to about May. It was May 18 now. Um, the week started where my right arm was spasming. It was like contorting and doing some weird stuff. And I'm make this long-winded. Long story short, by the end of a week and a half, I started experiencing something on my complete right side of my body. I couldn't explain it to you. It just felt like I was being shocked, like I was being electrocuted, but I was being immobilized on my right side. And it just continually grew over the week and a half to this point. And I was driving to work every day. And I remember it got to where it was like, I had gone to the doctor. My doctor said, oh, it could be, you know, with the auto to the, to a new rheumatologist. Rheumatologist said, you know, we'll do some blood work, but I don't know what this is, blah, blah, blah. But in the interim, it, it grew worse. So at this point, I'm like, okay, something where I have to be frozen in place as I'm walking and I can't lift my leg, I can't move my arm. My whole right side feels as something's wrong. Even my manager came up behind me after coming in from lunch because I and pray and then come back in. She said, are you okay? And I said, no, this there's something's wrong. She said, if you need to, you, you need to leave, go ahead and leave. I remember Audrey, I called you as I was driving home and I'm like, I'm going to take my vehicle home and then I'm going to take a cab to the, to the emergency room. Right. I don't know if yeah. And I'm, I'm driving. But all the while, I have to drive foot 
and I have to do some finagling because mm -hmm. I'm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm used yeah. to my right foot, but I have to use my, I have to get home somehow. Yeah. And I got home, I made it home, I went to the ER. At this point, by the time I got to the emergency room, they had to put me, to take me to mm -hmm. the bathroom. And long story short, they kept me in the hospital for a week. They ran a battery of tests. Mm -hmm. It got really severe and they made sure, that's one thing I'll, I'll say with the doctor, that neurologist, he made sure he did every test. He did his due diligence. Yeah. The only thing which was a spinal tap. They took spinal fluid out of my spine. That was the most horrific thing I went through. But he made sure he did his due diligence to give me the, the right prognosis. And he said, to multiple sclerosis and I would never forget the way he looked at me you know Audrey he looked at me as if to expect something right of course and he looked at me and I looked back to him the same I, I put my head down and looked looked up <laughs> and when he looked at me I'm like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was in hospital and I was like okay because inwardly I'm saying oh sclerosis granted number one i don't know much about this disease and number two i know whose report i believe yeah i was treated and find some uh, a doctor that deals specifically with this disease they're far mm. and few but deal specifically with with it and you have to get treatment soon right i found a hard time coming out of the hospital finding a doctor to treat me and from one day to the next the disease got um, increasingly worse. I couldn't return back to the job. I started having eye pain. I remember Christmas morning, 2018, I woke up and I went completely blind in both of my eyes. I was in and out of the hospital. When I went to the hospital with the blindness, they said, you have a disease which is due to the multiple sclerosis and it's called optic neuritis. Okay, so you're giving me disease number two. All the while, I'm still going through the issues that I've been going through over the years, which they later was a severe form of arthritis called ankylosis spondylitis. Whoa. Yeah, a, a very form of arthritis where your bones can even kind of like fuse together. All these I'm going through, in and out of the hospital, countless, countless, countless MRIs. Um, I've just been beaten and battered. And then <laughs> I finally found a doctor who can treat me. She said, we have one of the best want to get you started because the disease is aggressive and we really want to get it under control. Um, at this point, my right side is still weak from the first attack, but now I've developed. That means that you literally have to up and drop it down because the nerves are damaged. So while she get this treatment, here comes another issue. She says, let's do some more MRIs. Mentioned to me in one of my hospital visits, she says, I'm really scared for you. She's scared, but I'm scared. But at the same time, I'm, I'm at the brink of my frustration because I'm issues. But she says, I'm scared. She said, I don't know if it's the multiple sclerosis 
or if it's the issue that we're seeing on your MRI, but you need immediate surgery. I'm like, okay, why? She's like, you have a disc is pressing on your nerve in your spine. And if we leave it, you may not be able to walk at all. So within the space of a month, I had to go through spinal surgery, which is in the area of my neck, but they went through the front of my neck. All this I had to go through. And I had to go through for the multiple sclerosis so that I can have some form of defense to strengthen me through the surgery. And then I had to go through the surgery and the mending for that surgery, of course it's your spine, takes months. All that I endured. And I'll never forget <clears throat> that going through all of this, I'm trusting God, but there was a moment of, there was a moment of breakdown and it was the point where they, she said I had to have surgery because I'm like, okay, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this and Lord, you know, nevertheless, not my will, let your will be done. I'm trusting you. I'm, um, wisdom. So when you and deliver and set me free, you will. But at the same time, we're, I'm still going to do what I have to do here in the natural. I'm trusting God. But when you tell me that I have to have surgery, which is the one thing I hate, because for me, Audrey, when you tell me that I have to give me anesthesia and anesthesia yeah. is like the most vulnerable vulnerable state for me mm. i don't know if that makes sense. It's, I, I hate surgery when you tell me that that word give me all the iv that you want to put put in me i've gone through i've endured the ivs and the needles do that but don't put me to sleep because when you put me under it, it just feels for me like it feels to me like i'm just in someone else's hands and I, I have no control. I don't want to go through that. So that's when I had my breaking point where I just broke down. I'm like, God, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm going so you argued your case before God? Yes, I did. I did like Job. I was like, God, what? why, why, why do I have to go through all this? But like I said, I journeyed and he said to me at the onset, which I've mentioned before, is when I was, I didn't even start to, the, the disease didn't even start to attack me the way it did, but I still wanted to imagine what I, what I, what I would have done to myself, forcing myself to, to go and work a nine hour day. It wasn't an eight, it was a nine hour day that I worked. Mm. And I will do exceedingly abundantly you could ask, you could think, or imagine. Mm. And I held on to that and continue to hold on to that because he truly has done exceedingly and abundantly and above all that I could ask, think, or imagine. Because all this time that I'm battling, I don't, I'm not working. I'm afflicted in my body. I'm not working. As scripture says, Never have I seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. I never went hungry. My bills never went past due. God provided. He did far exceedingly abundantly and above all that I could have even asked, thought, or imagined he would do. And when I, when Vin Von Alley was turned into a business, I did it from home, you know, for other companies. 
Never did I think that it would be my personal company. Turn it into a website where I'm able to share and provide through different media for people in their walk of faith. Never did I imagine. So God has done exceedingly abundantly and above all that I could ask, think, or imagine. And he continues to. And God has called me. He said, I have called you to lay hands on the sick. To lay hands on them and see the blind eyes open. To see them recover from their sicknesses. He said he has called me to do that. And like I've said so many times before, and why I can give you my own and testimony on this is that when God puts you through something, it's not for you, it's for someone else. So I'm still fighting the good fight of faith. Thank God for complete, total healing in my body. He's me as a vessel in the earth because my test have be has become a testimony for others. It has become a testimony for others. Audrey, are you there? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm right here. I'm listening. It's very encouraging to know that, you know, whatever we go through, God has the ultimate plan. Like he said, I planned it from the beginning. Yes. And it's encouraging to know that even in the midst of it, purpose comes forth. Yes, because it does. I often tell you, you know, for all that I see that you do, you know, with your creativity and everything else, I never knew that side of you because you were constantly going to work. You had a nine hour job and then, <laughs> you know, you were mom. So when you come home, it was about being a mom and, you know, other things that presented itself. But the real purpose that God had for you was dormant. Mm -hmm. So it is in the midst of all of this, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, I often think about the storms that comes naturally, yes. um, where I grew up at my parents' house, we had like Aki tree and, um, I think that mm -hmm. was about it. And, uh, there was a storm that passed through years ago. And I was told that the Aki tree was blown down. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Hmm. But then one day my mom said to me, oh, she picked orange off the tree. I'm like, orange? Where you get orange off the tree? She said, <laughs> oh, when the storm passed through, you know, orange tree came up and lime. I'm like, what? So sometimes we don't know what's <laughs> hidden under the soil. But then when what? the storm of life comes yeah. and sweeps through, then we think it's the end, but there's a new beginning that's arising. And that's how yes. I see your life. Because yes, I was Lord. with you prior to the storms, the tsunamis that came. I was with you while you were in it. And the next thing, and this is not to brag, but I would never know the extent of what you were going through based on what you were saying or how you said it. Yeah. You always maintain that calmness about it. Even going into the hospital, you made fun of it. You took picture, <laughs> you said, Oh, look at my I'm wearing a new um neck piece. <laughs> and I'm like, this was near Christmas too, right? Yeah. 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 And I'm like, really? Oh, and I can't get rid of it until how many months from now? So <laughs> this is how I'm gonna be looking. <laughs> 
Grace, if I think about three, three months. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. You know, but the way you just made it fun. That's mm -hmm. how I can put it. One would never know. This is the day of surgery, you know, like a day after you're sending, oh, meet my new friend. I'm <laughs> like, really? You know, but you have gracefully, and I know that grace came from God, yes. you know, and you gracefully walk through the fire and you were an example, not just to me, but to others around you. And we embrace because, you know, it's so easy to talk about Jesus and all that he is. And it sounds like, you know, it's cliche. But when you've actually walked through and you have to pull on the words that he has given you, like you said, he kept giving you that word prior to. And others can see it's a living testimony. That's what you call a living legacy. Hmm. You know, and a testimony to show that God is real. So we may have seemed a bit long on this podcast, but yeah. I know others will benefit to know that even in the midst of the storms of life, the hardships, the persecutions, the weaknesses, the insults, hmm. we have victory. Yes, we do. Because God has a plan for us and it is good. And everything just tied up right here. You know? It did. It, it just it ties really did. right into all of this. So we can keep moving forward, trusting God and knowing it's not to wipe us out. And something new. Look for the new thing that God wants to do. Go back and search the journal that you wrote, maybe, and just put it to the side. Maybe that's the new thing he wants you to, you and I to do. Yes. No. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And we don't know, like we said, what we go through at the time. And our purpose, and we know that God is faithful. We don't have to worry. We can make it through the storms. Yes, indeed. So audience, we're going to close out today's podcast. Hey, Father, you said <laughs> that we should find, and it, sometimes it's very hard to find joy in these storms. It's very hard to even even crack a smile, but we understand that it is for a reason. We may not always understand it at the time, but we know that it's for a reason. You said that it seems like we're facing these fiery trials, that these trials come so that we can be tested and endure. I, for one, can definitely say that I've been I've been tested that I storms and I know that they these are not the last storms to come. I'm continually being strengthened in my faith. I am continually being strengthened in my faith. Now, those who are listening, those who are tuning into this podcast, I don't care what part of the world that they are in, Lord. Father, give them that strength that they need. 
dare to just press through the storms of life that are coming against them. And I just come against enemy that would speak to them, tell them that they can't make it. I come against I would speak to them and tell them they're not worthy, that they are not good enough, that they are just wasting their time following Christ. I come against that voice and I say that voice needs to be silenced in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, that your spirit, dear Lord, speaks louder within them than any voice that tries to affect them. And that Father, spirit, dear Lord, empowers them by bringing to them the remembrance of your word, bringing to them the remembrance of the spoken to them personally in their private time with you, oh God. Strengthened in their faith that they can fight the good fight, that they can endure every test, every trial that comes, dear Lord, in like of blood. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness, for your goodness, for your mercies. They are truly new each and every day. Lord, we try to withstand the test and the trials. We know that it's not in We understand from this week that it is dear Lord good for us to be transparent about our weaknesses but to know that your grace is sufficient for us and that your strength oh God your perfect will carry us through and Father we know that you are the architect and you have the plans for us and though we may not know what the finished work may look like oh God we are just Lord, that you are the architect and we trust your plan. Know that they are good. They are not going to be evil, but they're going to give us, oh God, an expected end. Just And thank you, oh God, that just for me and that as you continually do for me, that you will do those that are listening exceedingly abundantly all that they could ask, they could even think or imagine. And we give you glory for all that you're doing, continue to do, oh God. In Yeshua's mighty name, amen. Amen. Father, such a good, good father. Remember that audience. He is a good, good father. Hold on to the hand of the Lord. Hold on to the hand of Jesus. He is with us through every of this process. Whatever processing, whatever season of processing you're going through, he is with us. And process for purpose. We pray that this journey, this past month has been a blessing to you. And we pray that you come back tomorrow because tomorrow we're going to get into what, Audrey? Oh, Fulfilled purpose. Fulfilled purpose. <laughs> we move from unfulfilled to be in process, and now we're going to fulfill our purpose that God has sent us in the earth to do and continue to do. That's right. So yeah. you don't want to miss out on this journey that we're going to be looking at fulfilling our purpose. So we pray you come back so that we can continue to dig into these scriptures, dig into the word, and gain the strength that we need, and also get healing through the word. So be blessed, everyone. Shalom. <laughs>